Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Lori and Julia Show. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, being very productive as we are, want to do on a Tuesday, as the British like to say, Tuesday. Yeah, I hope everybody's okay. Tuesday. A lot of people had the day off yesterday, yeah, so they've got they the four day work week. Yeah, it must mm. be nice. Mm. You know I, can I tell you what I watched last night? Yes. Okay, so the I. Bachelor? No. It was epic. Well, okay, I'm going to okay. tell you, because I started to tell you, and then we digressed <laughs> on Ray Donovan last hour. Yeah. And if people aren't sending in, you know, we need to save Showtime's Ray Donovan. It needs another year. One more I season. want more closure. Yeah. Um, other than that, I, I watched... want more clothes off. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. surprise, surprise, surprise. I'm going to tell you, I watched something I know you will never watch. Okay. But, Donnie, I feel like you talked about it. The Aaron Hernandez documentary. Oh, I'm going to watch that. Uh, I did not speak of it, but... Go ahead. Someone else was talking about we were with this weekend. I don't know who it was, but Donnie, you're always a voice in my mind because I feel like the three of us talk all the time. Yeah, but that was, was, I told you it was trending all weekend. Yes, that must have been People were binging it on Netflix. A lot Mm. of people were interested in that story because it's just. Well, I think you need to describe the story. Okay, let me tell you what the story is. So he was an NFL player Mm -hmm. um, and he played for three years for the Patriots. And he murdered a gentleman who was his fiance's sister's boyfriend. Was he convicted of that one? Yes, he was convicted of that one. And then he also um, was in trial and not convicted for murdering two other people at a stop sign four years earlier. Oh, my God. So it's kind of, it was, it's only three parts. Okay. Watch one and three. I slept through two, but I feel like I got the gist of it. Mm Mm-hmm. But it was talking or about the gist of it. You know, he died it. He took himself his own life when he was twenty seven years yes, old in jail. In mm-hmm. Yeah, he. Um, Isn't the story that he had CTE from uh, brain brain trauma from all of the football yes. injuries, or is that more of a legal thing? And he was too young to he have was, had. Well, they found the train, they did the donate the brain. Tra- okay, they did to the woman, uh, this lead doctor that does the research the on yeah football brains mm-hmm. after people who have had a lot of concussions, mm-hmm. and they did find it at an aggressive state for such a young person. They did. Okay, however. Right. He made a lot of bad choices yeah. early, early on. Do you recommend watching yeah, this? I, yeah. And he also um, 
you know, according to this documentary, was bisexual. Yeah. And dealing with that in the NFL and being, yeah. you know, a man. And then they talked to a couple other players. And then they talked to a couple other players. This guy who went to the University of Wisconsin mm-hmm. and was playing football. And he couldn't believe the first time he was there. He watched how many people were lined up to get injections before the game of this drug that's kind of like it's an anti-inflammatory, but you do it in a shot and it's an accelerated version of it. Wow. He said, what the heck is this? It's and we learned big that money. It. Yeah. And we learned he, that, huh? If, I, I'll was, have to ask Casey. I, he might. My kids wa- hadn't seen it yet because I asked. Maybe him. not because there was so much football this weekend. Just two games. Yeah, but yeah, there was other sports. To me, sports. that's a lot of football. Okay, <laughs> but they. It. I really. I thought it was interesting, yeah. and then you'll just watch. Yeah, I mean, I, I would recommend it. Yeah, it was good. Well, I will just let you know that. I know you were kind of worried. You wanted Donnie to screw around with one of our favorite sound bites. Why? Why oh, Prince I, Harry? I, I, do it, I did it, but I haven't gotten it no. back from. Oh, you did, Donnie. We don't need it because oh, we don't need it. Prince Harry will still be called Prince Harry. Yes, I did yes. some digging. Yes, I knew that he will still be called Prince Harry. So we don't need. He doesn't have to say why. I'm Harry. Harry. He can still be Prince Harry. Correct. No oh, one has to refer so to him. So much going on there as his royal highness. No, he lost that. Anymore, and he left England yesterday. For many people, are calling his final royal engagement was seen arriving in Canada last night, and uh, um, in his speech that he gave at the Centibali Charitable Foundation on Sunday, Sunday, Mm -hmm. he used a sentence that is word for word what his mom used. Now, remember, he's turning the age his mom was when she died, thirty-six. Yes, he told them together. You have given me an education about living, something that she said in a speech when she had stepped back from public duty at one of her patronages. Okay. And she thanked uh, the organization um, because she was saying goodbye to them. And you've given me an education by teaching me more about life and living than any books or teachers could have done. So... He's thanking his charity for teaching him about living. He just wants to live, Julia. He just wants... Do you want to hear him say it? Do we have him saying that? Yep. Together you've given me an education well, about living. Well, yeah, and I thought his whole... I mean, because this was, you know, you've read a lot of things, you've heard a lot of things, but now you're going to hear it from me. Yeah. I thought it was right, let's, powerful. Let's listen to a little of it, Donnie. Before I begin, I must say that I can only imagine what you may have heard or perhaps read over the past few weeks. So, I want you to hear the truth from me, as much as I can share, not as a prince or a duke, but as Harry. The decision that I have made for my wife and I to step back is not one I made lightly. It was so many months of talks after so many years of challenges. And I know I haven't always gotten it right, but as far as this goes, there really was no other option. What I want to make clear is, we're not walking away. And we certainly aren't walking away from you. Our hope was to continue serving the Queen, the Commonwealth, and my military associations, but without public funding. Unfortunately, that wasn't possible. I've accepted this, knowing that it doesn't change who I am or how committed I am. But I hope that helps you understand what it had come to, that I would step my family back from all I have ever known. 
to take, a, to take a step forward into what I hope can be a more peaceful life. We are taking a leap of faith, so thank you for giving me the courage to take this next step. Okay. Julia, does that make you understand hearing it from Prince oh, Harry's Daddy. voice? I had. You, it's Daddy. Yeah. I, I wish had. I had tape recorded I know. this on Julia, Sunday. Julia, give the man a break. No, you, no, no, no. She had a 45-minute rant. rant. Oh, I heard it. In the no, hotel. it was on oh, Sunday. I need to hear about this. Well, first of all, I, does it, I mean, you heard it from his own voice. Doesn't matter. He admits he's stepping back from the only life he's ever known, but he has to do it to go forward and have the life he wants to have being a minor royal is is not a powerful or substantive job for life is what i'm telling you harry couldn't he will never be king he will never make national policy his royal title entitles him to endless receiving lines and appearances for years and years and years mm-hmm. to come mm-hmm. And have to work with the Royal Road. He, he, it's I, it's I a am, job for a person who doesn't want to do much. Did you in ask life. me my opinion? Or but do you is, want to just tell me my opinion? <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's a job that, that for someone like Prince Andrew, who doesn't want to do anything. I mean, notice no one's taking away any of his crap except for the flag. And, you know, he still gets his Royal Highness and he's a old pedophile and trafficking with a convicted yeah. pedophile. True. I'm just saying that it's not much from... It's not much of a life who someone wants a life mm-hmm. that isn't a you know receiving lines, wrote. cutting tape, cutting ribbon. Yeah, yeah it yeah. really isn't. Well, I just wanted okay. you to hear from Harry. I did hear from to make Harry. you feel like Daddy. a little bit better about your so worried about Harry and ragging on Megan oh, wow. and just I, hating I her. Oh, it, was, I, it was, I was dying okay, laughing well. and in between she was yelling things like, I'm a walking sunspot in case you want to know. I am a walking sunspot. What does that even mean? They're everywhere. <laughs> just, even on my on bottom. It was, it was so, it was just so funny. We're in so... a room the size of our studio, Donnie. And the, and the, let me just try, let me just, okay. yeah. let me just tell you about our, our rest room, yeah. which was a pedestal sink, a tub, and a little toilet and tile, cold tile floor. But to get in and out, my friends would be jealous of this. Yeah. Um, some of the Tommy Mommies, there's saloon the doors. Saloon doors. Oh, so you had to really? go phew, into the saloon, saloon doors, doors to get in and out of the bathroom. Okay, It was Julia, <laughs> Harry and Megan, just <laughs> to get back go. to them, they want to do more than just smile and wave. That's fine. <laughs> okay, just that is heard it from that young. is fine. But now they're already trying to sue. You know, start a case up in Canada over the paparazzi's coverage. They don't have the protection like they used to. All I tried to say to you, and all I've been saying since the very beginning, is they haven't been at this long. He's been at it all his life. Sure, she's only been at it about twenty-one months. But it's Harry's choice. Uh, yeah, yeah, because he would be the one who has to flip the, you know, switch. It had you, you have it have to be him. You know, I mean, he's got ultimately. All agree. I was just I trying to say is that I think 
No, Jerry, we don't have time. It's four fifteen. Don't ask me my opinion and don't give me time. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. We, we can come. We can. We can come back to this oh, if you I wish need you more would. time. Yeah, Daddy, need more time. I'd like to hear everything Julia has oh, to say. Oh my gosh, sure, Daddy. So, a little hotel room. Oh, the, no, it's saloon, uh, saloon doors, doors, and I'm running bathroom. around naked. Yeah, yeah. And as usual. As, as usual, and I'm just like <laughs> there was no other option and no privacy from Lori either. We'll be my right back. My naked body. Did you miss Hollywood speak? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream my talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at my talk keyword podcast. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, this is random, and this is sweeping the web right now. Is it? Um, That Wendy Williams perhaps... Ripped one on television today. Oh, really? It would go, she's fainted. She's, remember, she fainted. She. The only problem with that is that, well, I mean, maybe she did. But by the time Wendy came on today, everything had switched live over to the impeachment. The start of that. Oh, right. So the people in the studio could have. Yeah. So this might have been. This is. uh, Um. Yeah, very planned. In case you're wondering. All right, so this year's Super Bowl, now there is Mm -hmm. so much enthusiasm and excitement. And my mom, I have to admit, her sister got her hooked on the Kansas City Chiefs at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And has been in love with whatever that quarterback. quarterback, yeah. Pat Mahomes. Yes. Mm -hmm. My mom has been in love. Isn't it exciting? This is so exciting, she's telling me today. Is that because they've never gone to the Super Bowl? No, they have. They they have, have. but it's been 50 years, hasn't it, Donnie? Correct, 50 years. 50 years. They beat the Vikings in 1970. Oh, well, then everyone will cheer for them, pretty much. (laughs) They're the underdog, or are they favorite? They are favored by a point and a half. Oh, that's all. People will cheer for them because this is their first time. Got it. And also, Brad Pitt is a... Uh, can't see. I no. I saw they, every outlet showed that there was like a ten-year-old boy who brought him the Kansas City Chief hat. brand new hat, yeah. and he put it on, and he was like all excited about yeah. it because he's from Missouri. So, anywho, that yeah. is the big excitement. Right. But they're saying because of the matchup. I mean, for so many years, Lori, it has been the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Oh, don't think I don't know about those cheater McCheaters and the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, people are excited for, for new, new, fresh yes. faces, and that is driving up the prices. Aren't they both red teams? Red and gold is San Francisco, red, gold, and white, and the Chiefs are red and uh, white, and maybe they're who little... gets to wear red then. Well, the one whoever, who's wearing the other one who's not wearing well, white. Yeah, one of the teams is designated the <laughs> As home, home team. team. Oh, and I don't know which one it is. We yet. don't know. Yeah, but right. um, the seat prices are out of this world. Aren't already. they every year? No, they're going up higher. Really? Uh, right now, if you are wanting to go to see Super Bowl, I want to say twenty nine. No, four. Oh. <laughs> They've been in the Super Bowl in five years. I didn't know what the L was. I'm the one who can't read Roman letters. I didn't know the L was a 50. (laughs) I'm so good with V's, X's, and I's. Okay, so Super Bowl 54, but the C... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It is $6,200. That's just average. But if you wanted to get the big seat, $70,000. And an 18-person suite, half a million. Wow, wow, wow. Was it just two years ago that it was here? Yeah, three. Was it three? Donnie, wouldn't this be yeah, three, three years? Wasn't it? Yeah. That was fun. It was a blast. Yeah, that was and fun. it was the coldest, coldest weekend ever. ever. Yeah. But I think people really just had a great time at it. We had a great time. Yeah, anyway. we did. Yeah. Um, all right, so now this is a question for both of you guys. Okay. Do you guys, I know your answers, but I'm going to ask them anyway. Okay. Maybe, are you going to pretend to care? I am. Okay. Because thank you. this is all I've got. Yeah. So I'm going to make this really yeah. exciting. Do you guys always put your shopping carts back when you go shopping? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Because yeah. some places, they, there's not a place for them. And I will give you the example of big lots. When I was out doing my save all the retail locations of all the funny stores yeah. in the Twin Cities, mm-hmm. I went there. Mm-hmm. There's nowhere to put that thing. So you had to, I had to walk it through slush and snow all the way back in. Yeah, that's um, not good. But there are some places that don't have them. So um, people who don't return their carts feel... Um, People who always return your cards. We're people who have a sense of obligation. We feel bad if someone else has to do it. We that's just who we are. The consider ne- it. Yeah, the never returners are people yeah. who never do it and feel like it's someone's paid to do this job. No, they're no, no. Ain't nobody no. got time for right. that. Yeah. They they leave it in the middle of a parking spot. Mm. I, I hardly ever see that. I do. I really? don't either. I hardly ever. And see that. And if you go to um, Aldi's, I mean, you get a quarterback. You know, that's a tough yes. one. I'll never forget the first time. Isn't it called Aldi's? Aldi's, yes. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Lori, it's a, it's a discount. No, I know what Aldi's is. You have to pay a quarter for your cart. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, and then you get it back when you return the cart. Yes. Oh, right. That seems like unnecessary. All right, I'm not even going to talk <laughs> anymore about it. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, so really, other than that... you just wanted to vent and bitch about, like... Uh, what? Well, I don't know where they, it was leading you somewhere, and then I really, you lost your train of thought. All right, I felt guilty because I ordered a pre-made turkey or chicken last night. I got it, you know, at Lunds and Byerly's, and I didn't. I brought in my own bags, but I didn't have a bag for that because yeah. I didn't want the grease to maybe potentially get on my bag, and I got a plastic bag. Oh, yeah. What? So that's what you're feeling guilty about? Well, that gets you, girl. You know that you can bring those bags back I'm to Lunds. To. They do yes, recycle. I'm going to. I've got nothing for you guys. All right. Well, I really am uh, going to be honest. I could okay. vent a little bit if you wanted me to. About what? I we want... don't want it. We don't want it. Do we want it? No. Yeah. Okay. All right. I wish you could have I seen really The have Bachelor nothing. last night because Fred Willard and Chris Harrison Stop. watched the ladies have a pillow fight in lingerie Fred at a saloon. Yes, oh! it was absolutely. I mean, those producers are doing unreal type of work and they might have taken some pages from the unreal show on lifetime because we're seeing producers talking to people now they are doing all kinds of stuff that we set on the tv show unreal. right 
Anyway. And it's happening. We've there. already moved on from Champagne Gate to Feather Gate to Regret Gate. Is What's-Her-Name back? No, she's gone, but she's another gone one gate. might be coming back. Okay. All right, let's see what's <laughs> happening. There's your Bachelor recap. Woo! Very concise. Yeah. Is she gone? No, another one might be coming back. But we don't know who, and we're not going to tell you names. Hey, Tune yeah. in next week. All right, here's the time for your My Talk Traffic. Uh, now it's pretty busy out there this afternoon, starting near Woodbury, 94 eastbound. Possible crash from Radio Drive to Woodbury Drive in Chocopee, 169 northbound, across from Kenny Road 17 to Mystic Lake Drive. Near Fridley, Highway 252 northbound, across from Brookdale Drive. for hanging out with us on this Tuesday. Uh, that's a perfect song to be playing right now. I don't know why that song makes me just ugh, love it. Pink featuring Chris Stapleton, who is going to be coming to U.S. Bank, people. It's been announced. George Strait is going to headline the show. Chris Stapleton and Little Big Town, mm-hmm. August 22nd. Tickets go on sale a week from Friday. Wow. So I thought George Strait had retired. No, I don't think so. No, he uh, he did, so. and then he, he had the last tour, Lori. Yeah, I, I he's think just back again. Yeah. And you know, people like a three a threesome. Julia, you they get George Strait, <laughs> yeah. Chris Stapleton, and well, Little Big Town. That's a big ticket, but is that indoors? It's at Big US, US, US Bank yeah. Stadium. Yeah. Yes, dear. That that's is, just a hard time of the year to go indoors. I think. Yeah, well, well it's, it's a triple bill, and I think they feel confident about filling up the big stadium. Yeah, you know the Bonner or the uh, Jazz Fest lineup was announced while we were in Beverly Hills, Joy, but I couldn't think about. I saw it on your phone. I couldn't think about it <laughs> while we were oh my God, having our Beverly Hills life. Are Lizzo's going to be there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I know. saw that. Yeah. Okay, so here his here's all the performance because we want to know who's performing at the Grammys, which yeah. is this Sunday night. Okay, right. so it's going to be hosted by you know who Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here is going to be here. Um, Alicia Keys returning to host the twenty two da da da. I uh, hate when you read on the computer. That's because that's, that's, that's it was supposed to tell me <laughs> and you're who squinting. was performing, and it doesn't. <laughs> okay, well, I, I thought... Um, I Tanya that. Tucker. Tanya yes. and Brandy Carlisle are and doing that And we know that uh, Blake Sheldon, Gwen Stefani are going to do a duet that is just going to drive you crazy. Maybe not. Um, maybe. Aerosmith, the Jonas Brothers, Run DMC, right. Charlie... Well, they're Will- going to perform with Aerosmith. Oh, that's they're right. they're doing some kind of a thing with Aerosmith. Okay, the person we were worried about if she was going to show up with Sean Mendez and Camila Cabela to do when we call you Senorita. She's going to be there. He's not. Oh, thank right. goodness. Okay. Charlie Wilson, Bonnie Red, Camila Cabello, her, which is H-E-R. Mm-hmm. Um, Rosia, Rosia and Tyler. Rosalia. Rosalia. Rosalia and Tyler. She's nominated. Yeah. And the creator. Mm-hmm. And they're going to do the tribute to Prince. Yeah, yeah. and not that night at the Grammys. No, so it's going to. You're separate. right. It's going to be the mm-hmm. night before. And um, that's all I know. But Demi we were, Lovato is going to be there. Oh yes. What did I do wrong? What's wrong? You're looking at me funny. I have just <laughs> sent it a message 
really via Donnie and B. Arthur that your computer doesn't work for you. Yeah. I'm doing, my fingers are freezing. Uh-huh. I'm doing everything I can do right now. What else am I doing wrong? I don't know. We'll think of something. I mean, there's got to be something. <laughs> I'm not Please saying anything. I'm uh, so cold. Yeah. Just, uh. Do people have to do their job and freeze? I might as well be a snowblower. <laughs> So cold. That's what she said. Yeah, that's it. Look at my fingers. They're going white already. I might as well. Julie, we're not in our little room at the Beverly Terrace. (laughs) You're not free to just have one of your social Tourette's. Yeah, you're just going. Verbal Tourette's. Okay, so remember, we did talk about this a little bit uh, with Tanya Hart because she covers the Grammys. Yes, she does. And on Friday, I think when we were out there, or maybe it was Saturday morning. All I know is I did a, a interview with John Bream, just talking about the brand, Grammys. That and was on Thursday. Thursday, and then on Friday, the the Grammy chief, she's been in there since like August. She took over for that Neil Portnoy, yeah. the guy who two years ago told the women of uh, of, of all of anyone who's a musician to just try harder. Yeah, and they work needed harder. to uh, step, up. step up. Step up. That's what it was. Yep. Oh, people were mad at him. So this woman replaced him, a, a woman by the name of Deborah Dugan. And so she was head of the Grammy Academy of Arts and Sciences or whatever the, the hell. The, the, yep. uh, the Recording Academy. And uh, she resigned on Friday and the word was that either she resigned because there was a harassment claim against her. Right. Or that she had gone to somebody and complained about somebody. Those are the two schools of thought. So here's what's coming out today, courtesy of Roger Friedman, also verified by Variety, that Deborah Dugan, the ousted Grammy chief, the head of the Recording Academy, wanted $22 million to leave her job. Jeez. And her lawyer is this uh, lawyer by the, his last name is uh, it's Brian Friedman and he's the one who got Megyn Kelly her sixty nine million dollars severance from, from NBC. Wow, he I negotiated her contract. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. So they made the leave before she was put on administrative leave. Okay, okay, and um, anyway, they. An executive assistant had filed an HR complaint against this woman, the new Grammy chief. Okay. And she took her own leave. And um, so Brian Freeman says to think, okay, you know, this is going to go on. You know, you've got a three-year contract with the Academy. We can ask for $22 million, even though she's only getting paid Nine hundred thousand dollars a year, which is probably less than Neil Portnoy, but whatever, you know, she's okay. new, blah blah mm-hmm. blah, and um, I they they sent an email to the Grammy trustees to say that she was on leave to pay me twenty two million dollars, and I'll go and I'll sign whatever about this other person, blah blah blah, and. Guess what happened with that demand, Julia? They said, go to hell. Basically. Yeah. 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 Uh, They did basically say uh, it was shot down immediately, and that is why um, she was let go, because they were like, "Uh, you think we're going to pay you $20 million to leave, and you've been here since August? Yeah. Well, there's a couple other things that are coming up. But, uh, you know, there's this other assistant, right, who's... Who like gone to HR about Deborah Dugan? And then Dugan also says that she told Human Resources she was asked to 
hire former CEO Neil Portnow as a consultant and pay him seven hundred fifty thousand, despite his bowing away from the academies. And, and this is quote, yeah, in disgrace after making misogynistic remarks about right. women recording art. And artists. she's getting paid nine hundred thousand dollars a year. But the real reason that his contract wasn't renewed with the Grammys is that he's being accused of raping a female f- performer. Oh my word. What an organization. And he was probably getting like three or four there's, million dollars a year salary. There's egregious conflicts of interest happening all around so upper maybe, management. Maybe Deborah knew that and felt that, you know, listen, I'll keep uh, what I know about Neil. I mean, this is This is what really she said. She put, the, she put the Academy on notice that she intended to bring claims and alleges the organization backed out of a nearly closed settlement and gave her one hour to accept the new offer before putting her on leave. Oh, wow. So there's a lot going on here. So, I will. Julia, now there was some good reading right there. Thank you. Fast Googling. Yes, very good. Because the whole thing, just like you're like, there's got to be more. And Tanya basically said that. There's, oh. She did say that. What else is going on here? Because she, she said, didn't want to. Yeah, so much going on. We need a whole nother night out for mm. that. Because she's long time covered music and everything, yeah. and she's told us one of the things that's kind of, at least for her, what she does doing radio reporting for a syndicate of networks is the Grammys. They have like basically a lot of the people come and they do stuff early. Their interviews, mm-hmm. right? Like ahead of the time, ahead of so time you can enjoy the, the show carpet. and right. everything. Yeah, I think Dugan's. Uh, so Dugan knew where the skeletons were buried. She was mad that she was getting paid so much less than the pre- the that, former guy. I mean, insultingly, probably. And then they want him to be a, a contractor, and she and it's almost what she's getting paid, and she okay, knows here. about all this other stuff. Well, here's the dirt. Yeah. Do you want to know this? Par- Let me read this paragraph. Read it, Paragraph, Julia. this woman, Dugan, whatever her first name Deborah is, Dugan. alleges that the board pushes artists with whom they have relationships, sometimes adding an artist who didn't make the top 20, lets artists who are in consideration for a nomination to sit in on the committee that votes for their category and manipulates the process to ensure certain songs are nominated. Wow. Grammy's producer, Ken Ehrlich, wants them to perform during the show. That's a scandal, so it's all dirty. It's all rigged. It's It's rigged. rigged. Oh, my gosh. There's going to be a lot coming out. Keep tuned. We're going to read. Because there was a woman, um, and it was earlier... Like in like maybe middle of 2019, and she tried to say that I don't know if she got blocked from uh, being part of a documentary or something. But anyway, she alluded to the fact that she knew a lot of stuff, and because of the job that she had with the Grammys, that 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 was a Me Too reckoning that was waiting. We told you we to happen, yes. but like she had verified like. Uh, I'll have to find. I'll have to find uh, who that was. But she was somebody who was in the academy, a longtime Said musician. There's a lot of other dirt going on there. <laughs> and the Oprah thing today, you know. I oh, the Russell Simmons. Because Oprah with Apple Plus TV was um, one of the producers on a documentary about a woman that alleged as Russell Simmons raped her. And Oprah has pulled out now before it's entered in the Toronto Film Fest because she doesn't like the finished product. But 
this morning with Gail King, her friend on yeah. CBS Morning Show, she said, I'm not being pushed out by him, by Russell Simmons, although he did put a lot of pressure on me, picked up the phone, called me, asked me not to do this. I got a lot of harassing emails from people associated with him. I'm only backing out of this. And she talked to Ava DuVernay. Uh, Yeah, Ava DuVernay. Mm -hmm. About this and saying, I don't feel comfortable with what the finished product is. And there's a timeline here. I don't want my name on it. Because it's vague. It leaves it like he could be or like, because if Russell Simmons is like for this, of course, you got to believe it's slightly for him or it leaves it his ending vague because he has multiple yes allegations absolutely and uh the the stories all sound very similar so to I a harvey weinstein women. type thing yes. yes and so what oprah was saying and she is sick of people thinking that he made her back down russell simmons she she good went this morning oh good on cbs this morning with her her gale and said this yeah. is not true all right well that's good i'm backing out because i don't like the finished product and there's not enough time all right all right well but and we'll find out tomorrow if that's the truth we will no i'm just okay teasing. listen we'll be right back even we're hollywood speaking we're going to continue to hollywood speak these people you hear talking everything entertainment are Lori and julia with producer donnie love on my talk 1071. so what are you trying to say hollywood is the meaning of this all right well we we are getting through a lot of meetings there's a lot of dirt happening today oh my Toledo's, and there's going to be a lot more i mean as we ramp up for the grammys because this story about the ousted um head of the grammys is just bigger it's everywhere right now so we'll, we'll keep you posted as we learn more and try not to read on the fly okay all right <laughs> Here we go. So, uh, what do we just make just to go back to um, Brad and Jen? Brad and Jen, the Cooch <laughs> Patrol. What do no. we make of Courtney Cox liking the post on uh, the popular account comments by celebrities, liking so many photos and comments? About Brad and Jen that were to the positive because she knows she knows both of them and she's always but she knows liked that Brad we're Pitt. looking too. Well, that's yeah. True. All right. So, what do you think I it go, means when I go through Instagram, Lori? I like everything. Okay. If it's someone that I like, I like it. Okay. I always like stuff. Yeah, I but, just do. It's just gonna have. I, I more. I'm not so why as suspicious like of you as I, I am of Courtney. I Cox. wouldn't be suspicious. She always liked Brad Pitt, and if you remember, she likes Justin Throw too. I mean, she. I I'm gonna say there's it's much ado about nothing. Okay. She likes them both, and maybe she knows her friends and it's likes them like together. Kelly Ripa is always the first one to like Madonna. Madonna post. always yeah. always doesn't mean anything. It, well, I think it means it, that she's Lori, got something going on I in her know. social media game that she's figured out a way Wait, or to work always with be Madonna. the first post under Madonna. The, the first like, uh-huh. like okay. by Kelly Ripa. Yes. Like, I don't know that Madonna had anything to do with that, but I feel like more like Kelly Ripa. Yeah. Well, speaking of Kelly Ripa, um, it, this was a little something that in our little bit of uh, all day of SAG coverage, um, Ryan Seacrest said, uh, he said, I started the show and she quit drinking. I don't know what to tell you. Is that good or bad? Mm. And it just kind of randomly came up because they were talking about dry January. But we knew this happened. We were aware of it. I told you this two years ago because yeah. she hasn't been drinking. Um, yeah. I think it was a combination of 
dry January. I think it's a combination of um, parenting's hard when you're having wine every night. Uh-huh. And her kids are of the age where they really need you. I also think it's a combination of she doesn't like to have anything in her body except for exercise. She's and I think she was under a lot of stress with Michael Strahan ahead of time. Remember, she had to try out all those six months. I think trying out. She really did drink a lot of wine for a couple of years, and it just like uh, drove her nuts because that was not a good breakup. I think a lot of people come to that after you've gone through something. You think I don't like how I behaved. I was drinking too much. I was eating too much. I was going out too much. I was complaining too much. Whatever it is, yeah. And whatever your vice is, and I think she just took a look at it. All right, very good. Yeah, like that Hollywood. Uh huh. Now, um, so people were pondering this, if the camera uh, crew, uh, you know, if there's a good gossip and control at the camera crew, crew for the SAG Awards, and they did that great cutaway to Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt when the other one was up on stage, why didn't they, where was the gossip and control of the control room when uh, Renee Zellweger shouted out Tom Cruise to just get a pan? Tom Cruise wasn't there. No, oh, uh, Nicole's face. Oh, I don't uh-huh. think they thought quick enough. Yeah, yeah where was the gossip yeah. person in control? I, I would have been all over that because you know they know where they're all sitting. Yeah, I know they and do. They, 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 but they, I think Julia, I'm just it saying. feels so long ago that she was with him because then you. It's it, just as long as it was. Uh, yeah, I you know. know. Uh huh. Mm. Well, here's and that's a couple. No one would be on. Uh, uh, Poochie Coochie Patrol for those two getting back together. Uh, Nicole Kidman and Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise yeah, never. never. You know what she said about this was just in yeah. the last two weeks with all the fires in Australia and everything else going on. And we know she's very happily married to Keith Urban. Yeah. And um, she said, I read a headline somewhere where we were out, out west. Yeah. That she never felt as safe as she did. As she is with him. Yeah. Because when she was under the microscope of Scientology yeah. and all the rigging and all the lying and all the, yeah, all the craziness BS. that goes on behind the scenes where you can't trust even the person you're married to. Right. And she, and and such a distrust distrust of therapy and counseling and psychiatry. And her dad was a psychiatrist. And her kids abandoned her. And her kids abandoned her. But she was in the orgasmic phase at first and she almost got Tom out. She almost got him out. She did. But she's it worked out better for her because he wasn't right for her. Mm -hmm. He wasn't all the way in. He's like robot heart. Right. What do you think about all right, so let's just go back to this for a second Mm -hmm. because Renee Zellweger Y'all, this is just so amazing that I got to be up here, and I want to thank my first film person, who we heard was a legend, and that movie's really good, whatever it is. The Vincent D'Onofrio, the white world. And then I want to thank I want to thank Tom Cruise for his professional. But where she thanked him long enough, they could have panned. Yes, they could have. But I didn't know they were going to think. I don't know that they thought. Yeah, I guess. If, if there'd been a gossip in control, like they panned to Brad right away when Jennifer was up, they got a pan to. They didn't pan to Brad oh, because. Yeah, excuse me. They panned to Jennifer when he was up because he wasn't in the room. Right. He watched it backstage. Right. But they thought of that, and and, and SAG itself thought of tweeting out the photo. They got the first. And what photo. was their comment with uh, the three pictures of those two together backstage? It was three words. It was. We'll leave it here. Yeah. 
Don't something. you think Nicole Kidman would have just been pretty stone-faced? Oh, well, yes, because yeah. she's she freshly a, Botoxed. No, and her Lori was upset. That. I was upset about the freshness of that Botox oh, situation. Okay. I it, well, I raised her hairline oh, so two dear. inches. Oh, Daddy, when you yeah. have... But see, here's the problem, I'm thinking, is mm-hmm. when you already have a high hairline, Yeah, yeah. there's not a lot you can do. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, I watched a little video today that you would have liked, Joy. Oh, what was it? I mean, every, you know, the royal shenanigans, you know, just, it really, you know, how does Prince Charles feel about Prince Harry? How does Duchess Kate feel about Meghan? How does the Queen feel about everything? How William feels about Harry? How Meghan feels about Charles? We've, you know, the Royal Sussex Rest, all of this, you know. Yes. But were we sleeping on the biggest beef of all? And that is Camilla. Prince Charles' right. wife versus the Sussexes. Because apparently William and Harry are cordial with Camilla. But they're not tight, tight, tight. Because remember, she is the woman who broke up her was the third person yes. in the marriage and they knew it and you know their mom knew it. Their but mom I don't, knew it. If they don't have any but, but there's enough people at Sandringham and all these palace dinners. That it doesn't, they don't sit next to her. That's right. They don't sit next to the old stepmom. So the Duchess of Cornwall did an an event with Prospect Hospice Swindon this week, okay? One of the, the and it was never has to do. No, it was a pickup event because of the Duchess. No, it wasn't. And she was asked by a member of the Royal Rota, which is the royal pool of, you know, sanctioned reporters yes. that can follow uh, any royal visit around, yes. no matter who it is. Will you miss Harry and Meghan? And she she smiles, she pauses, and she goes, mm, well, of course. <laughs> that means no. Okay. <laughs> of course. She just said, well, mm, it, and she paused. Big time, and then said, of course. It was the pause between the, mm, mm-hmm. and then, of course. She had is, something in her mouth she was chewing. No, 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 no. That is Defcon Shady, okay? We are going, like, that maybe is uh, the family simmering royal brothy beef that we didn't even know about. Well, that is something, and I don't know how I feel about that. Well, do we like that, Lorraine? I just, I'm just, I'm just doing photo and video assumption here, and I'm asking for <laughs> a little part-time Hollywood royalty. I didn't help you at all. Donnie got it right away. Yeah, she means no. She could, couldn't care less. He's caused us a lot of trouble in the past month, and we're 